The official unemployment rate has ticked higher to 4.1% for the first time in two, new, two years, according to new data out just a few minutes ago, which at an individual level might be bad news, but economists looking at the broader economy may feel differently. For some analysis now, I'm joined by the ABC's senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan. Peter Ryan, good morning to you. Just take us through these figures and explain why some might be looking at a rising jobless rate with some relief. Well, uh, this is all part of the way the economy works. And I suppose, uh, depending on your point of view, this has been some good news for the economy. The unemployment rate from the ABS uh, has risen ever so slightly to 4.1% in January, up from 3.9% in December. But whatever way you cut it, even at 4.1%, the jobless rate is still low by historical standards. But It is the highest in two years, and it does mean that 22,000 additional people are out of work. But why does the jobless rate need to rise, which is a very good question? It's all about getting inflation lower uh, back into the Reserve Bank's 2 to 3% target band, which is why we've had 13 interest rate rises since May 2022. Now, uh, with the jobless rate at 4.1% and uh, a higher jobless rate, is now seen as an important tool in cooling the economy and getting inflation further down. And inflation is currently also at 4.1% on the last quarterly reading. On uh, jobs creation, which is also important when looking at how the economy is slowing, just 5,000 new jobs created in January. Expectations were for 30,000. This is a bit of a continuation of the 65,000 jobs uh, lost in December. Now, the participation rate is important here. This is an estimate of the economy's active workforce or the percentage of the population that's either working or actively looking for work, and that remains at 66.8%. And underemployment, people who want more hours but can't find them, is higher at 6.6%. Just looking at the monthly hours worked, and that's gone backwards by 49 million hours, which just shows there's um, not enough work out there. Um, Youth unemployment important. People wanting to get into the workforce steady at 9.4%, high but still lower than we saw during the depths of the pandemic. So what does all this mean for interest rates and whether we're going to start seeing rate cuts sometime this year? Well, we've probably been hearing a lot about the narrow path that the former Reserve Bank Governor Philip Lowe spoke a lot about. His successor, Michelle Bullock, also uses that uh, uh, Reserve Bank jargon. This basically means getting inflation back down right into the middle of that 2 to 3% target band. Remember, it's above 4% at the moment, but also getting the job jobless rate higher, but not so high as to cause distress in the economy or to prompt a a hard economic landing. So getting that, I suppose, that Goldilocks formula of slightly higher unemployment rate inflation coming down, the Reserve Bank's comfortable enough to start the conversation about cutting interest rates. Uh, Market economists, including the Commonwealth Bank, are now looking at maybe three interest rate cuts by the end of the year, although that's been complicated a little bit by um, what's come out of the United States the other day with inflation coming in a bit higher than expected. Not by that much, but it was enough to really throw markets into a tailspin because it might 
might push rate cuts further out. But of course, for anyone who's been struggling with higher mortgage repayments and the higher cost of living, uh, this is important news. Peter Ryan, thank you so much for breaking that down for us.